Welcome to the Skift Podcast, weekly conversations on global travel trend lines. Anyone who has traveled has likely found, or at least searched for, a room on booking.com. The site has a million plus accommodations to choose from in more than 93,000 destinations across the globe. It's the largest and most important brand in Priceline Group, and we were happy to have CEO Gillian Tans on stage at this Gift Global Forum earlier this year. She joined us for a follow-up conversation in the Gift Take studio to talk about last-minute behavior, direct bookings, advertising, new search methods, and more. Gillian spoke to Gift contributing writer Jeremy Cressman. This mini-episode is one of several conversations we're bringing you from backstage at the Skift Global Forum. The Skift Take Studio series is presented by MasterCard, a payments technology company that is enabling loyalty, security, and data solutions for the global travel industry. Gillian, maybe if you want to tell our audience here and give your title so we all know. Yeah, no. So my name is Gillian Tens. I'm the CEO of Booking.com. Awesome. Thank you for being here with us today. Um Gillian, there's so many options now for where consumers can buy a hotel. You know, you can go on an OTA. I can go to a direct website of a hotel, all these mobile apps. How do online travel agencies need to evolve to stay relevant in this environment with all these competitors? Yeah, no, and, and that's very important because if you think about how booking has found about product in the past is that we we always build a product that we knew people would like instead of um, that we thought people would like. And we knew people would like is because we follow data. But if you look at today, the today's customer is much more demanding. They have higher expectations of technology. So companies um, now and in the future will have to invest a lot more to deliver up to these expectations of these customers. And at Booking, we have 13,000 people that are working on that every day to make sure we keep innovating and put technology at use to do even better job uh, at making sure that we deliver to customers' expectations. Yeah, you mentioned a stat during your chat earlier today. You know, you you do one thousand A/B tests every day. Every day I mean, yeah. that seems like a pretty interesting sign of yeah. that innovation. Yeah. Um, I was curious. You know, the the direct booking thing. I, I know it's been covered quite a bit. Why didn't Booking dot com dim out some of the chain hotels in response to some of these campaigns where you know Marriott's telling their customers to go book direct or what have you? Um, is that merely because Europe has less chain hotels, or um, how did you view sort of this? this decision by some of the hotels to push for direct booking. Yeah, I think in the end uh, anybody's opinion in this in this situation doesn't really matter because eventually it's up to customers. Customers will deviate to 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 platforms which deliver up to their expectations. And that's, I think, eventually what will happen. And I, I, I'm saying there's a lot of reason also to book direct. If, if there's a Marriott property in downtown Chicago where somebody books twice per month, then it makes sense to book direct. But like I said on stage as well, many of the customers that book on booking book the property for the first time and probably next time they will book a different type of properties. Um, I know you also talked about the Booking Now app and how that's been rolled back into the main Booking app. Um, what's going on with the last-minute hotel market? I mean, it sounds fairly strong, but yet you've sort of consolidated that function back into your main app now. 
Yeah, no, it's 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 extremely strong. I mean, if you think about Booking's mobile business within the it, within the upcoming future, the, the next one or two years, we will pass the fifty percent of t- transactions that happen on mobile. So, the, the it's very strong and more and more people book last minute. Uh, the Booking Now app w- was designed at a time where we saw that demand increasing and we said we really need to think about technology that can help for this last minute need. And Booking Now really helped us to innovate in that way and to test and to learn. But in the meantime, a lot of that technology also was implemented on our main app. And then you see most customers using the main app because they already find there what they're looking, even for last-minute booking. But that trend is very strong and growing, and booking is is capturing a lot of these type of customers. Like I said, you know, we we see from the last holiday season, many people book one destination, and from there they travel spontaneously. Hmm. How does fifty percent of your customers booking on mobile change the interaction experience in the app or the mobile website. Do you, what sorts of things do you prioritize because of that? Does it change the decisions there? Uh, no. Well, we we are a company that puts mobile first, uh, but of course we 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 optimize across channels. So we we look at all platforms to make sure that uh, that people have the same experience on no matter what platform uh, they book. But we, we are mobile first company. So, um, you said on stage that the whole company almost went on strike when you guys were going to do your first offline advertising campaign on TV um, here in the U.S. Why was there that reaction in the company, and you know how did the ad campaign turn out? Yeah, no, that, that all had to do by our formula, which basically said we only do online advertising. And, uh, and I mean, booking was never been anywhere offline before we started in the U.S. But when you see that in the U.S., it was already a full marketplace. And uh, we really need to make people understand why, you know, what booking has to offer and why we're different. And uh, offline certainly helps with delivering these messages. And uh, we've learned a lot from our first offline campaign. And now we are basically uh, uh, doing that all over the world. Of course. Yeah, I know for a long time, you know, you guys and Expedia were spending, you know, millions, if not billions of dollars on Google ads. And it seems like the focus has maybe shifted a little bit. Are you seeing more interest or are you guys experimenting more with social channels now for advertising yeah. um, other areas or is search yeah. sort of the still one of the main areas of focus? Yeah, I mean, I, I always say any company which has customers that have a travel in- intent, we will optimize for. Uh, and of course, many customers still search on Google. So, of course, that is also very much a focus of booking and, and will remain. Um, but but what you see more and more, that there's a larger travel intent and we're not capturing that whole intent uh, today. And social and digital platforms are really ready for that. And they can really capture a lot of that intent because also many people with their travel passions are on these uh, platforms. So we're very excited about opportunities that that will bring. But we there's still some work to do to make sure that we can monetize and we understand exactly when can we capture uh, that intent. Mm, okay. Um, we asked Expedia CEO yesterday what he would change about Booking.com. Uh, <laughs> oh. What advice would you give Expedia if you had that opportunity one day? You know, it's just just between us. <laughs> yeah, that's always I find a very difficult question because I don't know I don't see Expedia's data. So uh, if I would just say something, I would give my opinion, and one out of ten opinions is wrong. So uh, I guess then it's better just to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's a first statement. Um, 
The one other area I want to touch on is just uh, interfaces for how you search, right? You brought up AI or using these sort of artificial intelligences to help you with bookings, voice technologies. How do some of these new interfaces play into booking.com's plans in the future? Are these going to be important areas for you? Yeah, no, very important. And we see that uh, these AI technologies are evolving a lot and we're using them even in our AB experiments. We're using a lot of these technologies today. And also when you think about voice technology, how that can actually change the way people travel if if it's being used in the right way. And it can change Booking.com from customer service to content to language translations. So it has an enormous focus in Booking to make sure we utilize these these technologies to, again, improve the experiences we give to customers. Hmm. Um, The one other area I wanted to touch on was, you know, Google. Again, you guys talked about it during the presentation. Um, how are you viewing Google these days? Collaborator, competitor, you know, they have their new app trips and they keep saying that they're not involved in the travel space, but yet there's always these moves. You know, they did hotel booking for a while. Like I think they still do. Um, what's what's your stance on Google these days? Yeah, I mean, we see Google really as a partner. And of course, they also innovate and try things because they want to facilitate search. And uh, a lot of people use Google to search for travel. And that's why they also think about how to improve that experience to customers. So, uh, But not everything is successful, what Google does. And they try many things. That's why it's always difficult to comment on what Google has just done, because I don't know if it'd still be here a, a year from now. But uh, but yeah, we, we always think in partnerships to really stay close to companies, because then you can actually truly optimize uh, for customers, which in the end, you both win, is my opinion. Sure. Well, Gillian, really appreciate you being here thank today you. and thank you for all your great thoughts. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And that was Gillian Tans in the Skift Take Studio. If you like what you hear from the Skift Global Forum 2016 in New York City, there's more coming. We're holding our first ever Skift Global Forum Europe on April 4th in London. Find out about this and other events at forum.skift.com. This show was produced by Ben Glowey, who can be found on Twitter at visible underscore sound. Assistant editor Sarah Enlow provided additional support. To subscribe to this podcast, search for Skift on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you find your podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave a rating and a comment to help other listeners find us. Past episodes and a link to subscribe are online at podcast.skift.com. This has been the Skift Podcast. Thanks for listening.